So this is going to be our first Marvel movie that we've done, and this is also going to be kind of breaking what we've done with the breaking tradition. Breaking tradition, because this podcast is aimed at movies from our childhood. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, seventies, eighties, nineties. Drive-in movies. Drive-in movies, stuff like that. But <laughs> I, I think, <clears throat> considering it's award season. Yeah, and it's uh, Black History Month, and, and yeah, and you know, this is the best movie ever made, ever. Ever made, ever. So we have to talk about it. I, I don't think we have a choice, do we? No, no, we don't have a choice. We, we definitely don't have a choice, because this is going to be nominated for Best Picture, Best Actor, all, all, all the awards, because last year, this was it. and Oh, yeah, this is all anybody talked about for yes. God knows how long. Made over a billion dollars. Billion dollars. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think eventually, because our childhood, we were both, to an extent, Marvel dorks. Were you more DC or more Marvel? Oh, I'm DC guy. DC. See, I was more Marvel. Yeah, I've always been a DC guy. Batman, all the way. Which is understandable. Which is understandable. But uh, I think it was just a matter of time for us to do a Marvel movie and just, just, you know. Whatever, whatever. But well, we actually have another one coming up in a month or so. We do because of yeah, we do. <clears throat> yeah, we do have another one. But so you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, as said, as you said, it's Black History Black History Month, and it's award season. And I also, after reading some of the reviews about this movie, I was like, let's take a crack at it because I I watched it once. I then I watched it again for the show. And that's I've just, watched that, it once when not when it first came out because uh, honestly, the um, I don't generally go to the smaller Marvel movies in the theaters like I used to when they first started. Oh wait a second, are you saying this is a small Marvel movie? It's not. It's not an Avengers movie, right? I'm I'm being sarcastic. And and since this is probably. To be perfectly honest, I think this is the one that broke with tradition having other um, superheroes in it. Because, like, I believe even, even like, you know, like Civil War had all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to go all the way back to, like, the first Iron Man movie um, and the first Captain America movie to get to a point where you don't have, or in the first Hulk movie. Um, to get to the point where you didn't have crossover characters, because mm-hmm. after that they they all pretty much had crossover characters. Like you know, no Captain America movies were kind of like Avengers light. Well, yeah, more or less. Yeah, the second the the second one and the third one, mm-hmm. um, both had uh, Iron Man and um, Black, uh, not Black. Uh, what's her name? Black Widow. Black Widow. Yeah. So it, I mean they. 
they definitely had crossover characters. I think that this is the first time that we haven't seen any crossover characters, but I don't really remember if there was any in Ant-Man and Wasp. There was one crossover character, but that was in the end credits. Well, yeah, and I don't think that counts. And the enemy. The enemy was a cross... Well, one of the villains, I should say, was a crossover character as well. Was we'll, it? We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Claw. Oh, oh well, yes. Yeah, um, Claw is, is a character that has... Yeah. Been in a couple different movies, but we'll just say this. But all I was getting to was I don't go to the I don't generally go. I I did did Civil Civil War, but Civil War was just Avengers. It was Avengers. So yeah. and I've gone to Born the Avenger half. movies in the theater. Right. So when it came out on DVD, I pretty much pick up all of these when they first come out on DVD. Um, this one, for some unknown reason, was released at a higher price point. Than any other Marvel movie ever no, released. I had no idea, really. Yes, this was this movie wow. was twenty four dollars. Interesting. When it first released, the first week of release mm-hmm. on Blu Ray. Was Tyler Perry in charge of this release? No, Just but it, but it was a higher price point than any other Marvel movie, and so I have not even bought it yet. Hmm. Um, I actually got a uh, a copy from a friend. And I watched it that way, and it's then on now then it came out on Netflix. It's on Netflix, yeah. And I watched it a couple times on Netflix for this particular talkover for the show. Talk over, for the the show. show. Um, but uh, you know, it's I don't have the last two Marvel. Now the only reason I didn't have Ant Man yet is because they didn't have it in stock when I went to go buy it the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I just not going to buy. I'm not going to pay over twenty bucks. No, you know it's ridiculous, especially when you have. A- uh, yeah, well, yeah, especially when you have on Netflix, and it's going to get cheaper anyway. They all, yeah, they all, they all eventually, eventually cheaper, do. Yeah, so once they realize that the four hundred copies of Black Panther that they have sitting on the shelf mm-hmm. haven't sold, eventually they'll drop the price. Eventually, eventually, and that's what I'm just waiting for. So, with that being said, I when I was doing research on this movie, and I watched the movie again is. As I said, we want, we're we doing this movie for a purpose. Um, I realized that by doing this review, we might be touching on some, some sensitive subjects. Yeah, I think we probably will. Um, I think that our primary... It's, we, uh, okay, the primary reason we do this is for fun. Right. Me and Jimmy have been friends since he's been, what, in 14? sixth grade, I think? See, I was... 14, 13, yeah, around there. Yeah, you were real young yeah. when I first met you. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do this just so you we You paid have... me then, but, you know. Yeah, to hang get... out with me? I didn't get the money. Well, you didn't need the money either. <laughs> no, I do. I have three kids. <laughs> you know. Anyway, keep on going, keep on going. Anyway, so we do this to hang out. Okay, that that's the main reason. Of course, you know, secondary reason is to try to put on a show to entertain people. And we have listeners, so and, why the hell not? And that's the third reason is to bring in more listeners. The yeah. problem with doing this particular movie yes. is we may ostracize some of our listening audience. It is the nature of the beast. So I, I mean, I'm gonna we're gonna give straight up all the way before we even start. Okay. It's already understood that if we don't give the best glowing review for Black Panther, you know, this is the best movie that's ever been made ever. We know that we'll be, you know, somebody somebody out there is going to think that we're racist or some other nonsense. Um, you know, the truth of the matter is, is that 
this was a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. It's not like 12 Years a Slave or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not a collaborative movie, so it's not even one of their premier movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it made money mostly because of the hype around it and not because it was the best movie ever made. And, the, and, and because, because of the hype around it, because of the reason of the hype around it. Just being honest. Just yeah, being I mean, honest. yeah, I mean, if you... If, the thing is, if we didn't tiptoe, if we tiptoed around it, we would be who we hate. Yeah, Paul and I would be who we discussed. I'm not going to hit. Basically, you have a black director. You have a pretty much all black cast. Uh, You have, and I and I'll be perfectly honest. I could give a shit less. They they could have been purple people. All everybody in the fucking movie could have been purple. I agree. I really didn't care. I don't care about race. Uh, I don't care about uh, you know your gender identity or whatever nonsense you know you want to believe in or whatever. I don't care. That's your shit, not my shit. Okay, but I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke, you know, up the creator's ass because it was made by black people and and you're racist if you don't think it's the best thing ever. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, This was, in my opinion, it was a good movie. And we don't generally just come right out from the get-go and say, you know, how we feel about something. I'm going to do that. I'm going to break with tradition because we're breaking with tradition with every freaking thing else with this particular movie. Yes. Uh, But I think it was a good movie. It wasn't a great movie. It wasn't even a great movie for a Marvel movie. Mm -hmm. So uh, there are certain um, arcs that are in pretty much every Marvel movie that has been released. There's always... Uh, comic relief character. There's always, you know, little punchy jokes. Um, and there's always some kind of a drama or some kind of a uh, uh, emotional hit in a movie. Example, in, um, in the latest Avengers movie, uh, you have all the characters dying at the end. I'm not giving anything away at this point in time. If you haven't seen it, we don't care. Shit. We don't okay? care. At this yeah. point, I don't care. It's, been all, it's almost been a year since it came out. So, you know, you have all the characters dying at the end. I didn't really care about any of the characters until Spider-Man died. And that was like the one that got me. You know, I was really emotional because of the way that they played it. Um, that was actually, yeah, that was a good scene. There, there was none of that in this movie. There was none of that in this movie whatsoever. Um, and, th- and that's why I'm saying it was an okay movie. Uh, and I think that if you sit there and say that it's the best movie ever because it was an all-black cast and an all-black director and everything else, you're just denigrating the people that made the movie. Um, and I don't agree with that kind of shit. And that's all I'm going to say about it from this point on. I'm just going to review the movie. Yeah, and, unfor- and well, I would say unfortunately, I, I, I don't care. You're a lot more kind than I am. You're a lot more PC, PC Paul than I am. I'm not. That's not nothing. I just said I, is PC. I, I know. I, I'm just at I'm, all. Again, sarcastic. <laughs> I'm just a lot of my criticism. I say a lot of the criticism. Some of my criticism has to do with the reason why this movie was was so favorably reviewed. Oh, that'll come up. Oh, it's because gonna, because of the movie itself. Yeah, I'm and, not and, gonna I'm not gonna dodge that yeah. shit. The colonizer shit has to be talked oh, about. Oh, oh. It has to be talked about, but I'll talk. wait till we get we'll, to it. We'll, we'll wait. Yeah, we'll wait for that. But I think 
I think in the grand scheme of things, um, I have here, I want to, what we'll do before the movie, because as Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 97% score. Yes. I will tell you other movies right now that, had, that share the same score. Okay. After we review the movie, I'm going to share with you movies that have a lesser score. Now, is that the critics or is that the audience score? That is the critics score. Okay. Which, which is, you know, that is Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, keep in mind that The Last Jedi's critic score was like 89 or 90, but then the audience critic score was like 30. I, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's just ridiculous. So, so let's just say, th- this is the, according to Rotten Tomatoes, which is the... I would say the premier movie review site. It is at this point. At, that, this, at this point. These are the, okay, so Black Panther has a 97% score. Yes. Based on critic reviews. <laughs> These are the other movies that have a 97% score. Jaws. Mm-hmm. The Godfather Part Two. Yeah, that might be the <laughs> best movie ever made ever, but okay. The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Alien. I uh, see. I try to get a variety of, of movies that had ninety seven percent. Right. So this is Alien, mm-hmm. Night of the Living Dead. Okay. I, the- I could just. I know. I just. You want to go off right away, but you're just like, wait till you hear about those movies that have a lesser score. <laughs> then you're just gonna be like, this. This is again. This is why we're reviewing the movie. Yeah. Uh, Mad Max. Yeah, I mean, and all of these are classics. And and Doctor For- No, Doctor No. Doctor what? No, the original. Doctor No? Yeah, James Bond. Oh, James Bond. Doctor. Oh, okay. I, I'll be honest. I don't even. I'm sure I've seen it at some point no. in time, but I don't remember it. It wasn't that memorable. So, with that being said, we're going to be honest with this. Or try to be. Uh, and again, part of the review has to do with the, with the fact that the movie was elevated for a particular reason. Let's talk about the history of Black Panther, okay? Black Panther was a comic book superhero. Yes. Created by the duo of Jack Kirby and the late Stan Lee. We love you, Stan. We love you. Stan Stan and Jack, particularly Stan, gave us some of the greatest comic book heroes of all time. And villains. Let me just say that villains are important because villains drive the story. They create the story, the, the Black Panther hero back in 1966. Um, Which would make sense. Yeah. I mean, it was right at the time of, the, you know, the real Black Panthers. And, and it was act, he was actually created before the Black Panther Party became, um, actually was born. And it had nothing to do with it. It had nothing to do with the Black Panther Party. I didn't say it did. Oh, I'm, I'm just sorry, saying I'm that sorry. it was... It you know it, it was that time frame is what I'm getting at mm-hmm. like the there was a lot of racial unrest and yes, and you absolutely. know Marvel was very good at getting ahead of the curve when it came to everything uh, yeah everything I and mean you wouldn't know it either you know interracial relationships homosexual relationships homosexual, uh, homosexual marriage yeah um uh. uh Pretty much anything that you could possibly think of, Marvel was either on the cutting edge of, or really got there before it the became an edge. issue. Before I, yes, you know they were there. I mean, it, and it's a it's a goddamn shame what they're doing 
nowadays in these comics. Yeah. But um, yes, it is. It is a damn shame. You know the the history behind these comics and and where I mean Luke think about Luke Cage Luke Cage and Black Panther having two you know huge books that that were I mean they weren't great sellers when right off the bat but they caught on and they created these characters that were larger than life they were you know black characters that gave the black community somebody to look up to yes I mean even though Luke Cage kind of had a cagey type no pun intended, cagey type uh, backdrop where he was originally like just a, a hero for hire and, and, you know, he wasn't always on the straight and narrow. Black Panther was. Mm-hmm. Black Panther was everything that you could possibly think of when you want to come up with, you know, the black hero. Yes. The you African know. hero. Let's, 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 I want to put it that way. The African hero. The African hero. Okay. I mean, I, I'm not even... Yeah, okay. I think that I the African hero. I think that makes that makes more sense in the term of of who the character is and who the character continues to be. For well, until Coates got a hold of him, but that's a whole different story. Okay. Whole different story. Um but he was really Black Panther back in the 60s and 70s was kind of like a bit player. He really wasn't predominant. Um, he eventually did get his own comic in 70, 73. Right. Um, I didn't know it was 73, but I knew it was 70s. Oh, around that time, yeah. Stan Lee, recount the name, was inspired by a pulp adventure hero who has a Black Panther as a helper. The original concept for Black Panther used... That guy a, was a white dude that had uh, like used to wear tiger yeah. thing, if I remember correctly. Uh, you're, I you're, can't remember the name of the guy, though. Maybe the hunter or the hunt. Uh, I know you're talking about, but I can't. Yeah, I, I can't remember. Go ahead. So the influence of the character included historical figures such as 14th century Mali Empire Sultan Mansa Musa, which is interesting. That's interesting. That the inspiration came from them. We'll touch on that later. Okay. And 20th century Jamaican activist Marcus Garvey, as well as biblical figures such as Ham and Canaan. Okay, I don't know who Ham is. I don't know who Ham is. I'll be honest with you, I don't know who Ham is. Everybody's Canaan. Yeah. The Valley Canaan. So that's that's just a, a brief history of Black Panther. He was really a bit player, even in the 90s. And it wasn't until... Uh, yeah, because I think uh, in the 90s you had Blade. Thank uh, you. Blade was Thank you. definitely the your... Shit. Uh, you know, the black hero of the time. And... I'll be honest with you, a uh, much more compelling hero, in my opinion. Yes. Um, and, you know, also just need to throw out there the first, you know, black superhero to get his own movie. Yes. Not the Black Panther, thank you yes. very much. Which, which, which is being promoted, but that's not, as you said, Blade was actually one of the first DVDs ever bought. Blade was, Blade was a cool concept. It, you know, it, it had its problems. I'm not going to say it didn't, mm-hmm. but I did appreciate all three of those movies. Yes. Um, and you did get, uh, you know, early on Deadpool in that movie because he, yeah. Ryan Reynolds was playing essentially a watered down version of what became Deadpool right. years yeah. later. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He was a Green Lantern too. Yeah, but he he played a different role in that. And that, I, I don't think that movie was as horrible as everybody says it is. I what, just don't think it was Deadpool? good. No, no, Green Lantern. 
I never saw it. I'll be honest. With you. I, I, was, I mean, I saw it. It was, it it wasn't good. It, I'm not gonna say it was a good movie, I'll, but it wasn't the worst movie ever made. I I was never a. I just I wasn't a DC guy. I I, didn't, I was not a big Green Lantern fan to yeah. start with, so it didn't help that they cheesed this up way too much. Well, most men who have rings are chained to something. Anyway, so. <laughs> What the hell was that? <laughs> oh, p- <laughs> Poems by Broswell. It's a fucking limerick. <laughs> Whatever. A haiku. <laughs> Dick. So, so, but essentially, Black Panther really came in the promise the past 20 years. Okay. Um, for other, you know, SJW reasons. Anyway, so Ryan Coogler was tapped to, to direct and, and write this film. Um, he was of uh, he did Creed and something else. I can't remember what else he did. I know he did Creed. Though. Now I'm gonna. Uh, I don't know. I think we part ways on Creed. I love Creed. I never saw Creed. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I I'm thought not, you I'm didn't not, like it. No, no. I just I I'm just saying the two he direct. I've never seen Creed. I loved Creed. I thought Creed was great. Um, and and uh, Jesus, what's his name? We'll it, do a Rocky eventually. Yeah, we have to. But I meant um, the the main e bad guy in this movie. What's his name? I forgot it. Killmonger? No, no, no. The guy, the player, the the Creed. Oh, Michael B. Johnson. Yeah, dude. Jordan. Sorry. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Holy crap! He is awesome in Creed. He is <laughs> awesome in this movie. No. no. Oh, dude, I loved oh. him in this movie. I, I I'm not gonna sit there and lie to you about it. I did really like him in this movie. Oh. Oh my god. We'll get to it. Go ahead. He's fucking horrible. I'm sorry. He's fucking horrible. Uh, Coogler does have a background in comics, I think. When he was nine years old, he went to he was first introduced to Black Panther when he walked to a local comic book store in Oakland and asked to see a superhero that looked like him. Uh, who says that? Ryan that, Coogler. Who's, no, nobody says that. That's that's what he claims. I don't give a shit what he claims. Nobody says that. Hey, can can you show me a a comic book with a superhero that looks like me? I, hey. And it's not going to be Luke Cage in 1992. It's not going to be Blade. Uh, I yeah, I agree with you there. I don't know. You know, Luke Cage was huge. Uh, let's see. There was only I don't know a dozen other black superheroes at the time, especially considering Star-Lord, the fact in '92 yeah. you were talking about uh, Defiant and you were talking about um, Image. I- Image and Spawn. Image was all about yeah Spawn Spawn was the biggest goddamn thing ever yeah in yeah, the 90s yeah it and is. Al Simmons was black in yeah. case you didn't know yeah what the fuck and oh by Love the way Spawn uh, Spawn did a movie too yeah with, well before this yeah not the best movie not but still best. pretty good had John Leguizamo we can forgive that I love John Leguizamo I know you do you look like a fruitcake I do I just I get I get sorry. I'm Yeah, where are you going? Spawn is fantastic. I love Spawn. Jesus. I you're love, getting all upset about little things. I am a I I make no I have I love comic book. I mean I mean I got a freaking ghost rider right behind me. I mean come on, I, lo- I love comics. Yeah. I know the lore. I know most of that's it. That's why this that's And they keep changing it up, so it's why hard to this what they're really changing up nowadays, which mm-hmm. and the reasons why they're changing up really pisses me off. I'm sorry, it's really pit. Anyway, so Coogler got it really got into this movie. The advanced technology was inspired that you'll you'll hear about in this movie was inspired by actual te- technology conferences that he attended. Okay. Um, the 
Lesotho, a landlocked country in Africa, um, was the inspiration of Wakanda, since Wakanda is a is a landlocked country, make believe country that Kugler visited and spent oh. some time in. Okay, and but to me, the most important part in Kugler's uh, Kugler's involvement was that was that he made sure visibility and inclusivity were an important part of both on screen and off screen. He made sure that a lot of the key departments' heads were off-screen, were African-American, women, or both. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, that's necessary. Why get the best person for that the job? no sense. Just, you know, no let's sense. just get, yeah. Yeah. you know, women, especially a black woman, because it doesn't matter. Doesn't if matter. If they're the best or yeah, not, as long matter. as we have them. Yes. It's even better if they're lesbians, Ex- I yes. think. I think that's, that's key to making a great film is having black lesbian women uh, participate or black lesbian men either way because I don't want to choose your gender or whatever the fuck. Thank you. Um, you know. Thank you. <sighs> just not. That's just nonsense. Yeah. Just buy. Just fucking hire the best person for the job. Thank you. And if the best person for the job it's is a black, a black lesbian woman, yeah. great. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. That's bonus. Who gives a shit? And I hope all black women, lesbian hookers or whatever the fuck can get work as top executive brass. I don't give a shit about that. Yes. But Jesus Christ, it's yes. just... I know, I know. Inclusivity. So Black Panther was played by Chadwick Bosman. He was the first and only person considered for the role of T'Challa, who is Black Panther in this movie. Well, he didn't have a choice because he was already T'Challa in a previous movie. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. Uh, but before Chadwick Boseman became the king of Wakanda, guess who wanted to play T'Challa? Wesley Snipes. Yeah, of course he does. Back in nineteen, I, I still want to be relevant. Wesley yeah. Snipes. This was back in ninety two. Oh really? Back in ninety two, he expressed the intention to bring Pan- Black Panther to the big screen. Even had the backing of Stan Lee. Huh? Yeah. He fought hard, but was unable, unable to get a deal. And then he ended up doing making it, Blade ended up, instead, and, or ended up making ended up making a better movie, <laughs> possibly. Blade's I don't think movie. that they. I, I really don't think they had the special effects at the time to do Black Panther. <laughs> you know, what we watched last night after Black Panther. I had to, I had to wash my palate. What cleanse my palate? The Crow. Oh yeah. Oh man, that's a great movie. Great movie, but some of the special effects in it, I was like, ooh. Yeah, it doesn't hold up. <laughs> no. And and I don't know why. I guess I didn't realize that he did the whole crow thing. Like after he killed everybody, like he made the crow stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I picked up on that in the second movie, which I thought was exceptionally cheesy. Mm-hmm. And then I went back and watched the first one. I'm like, oh shit, he did that in the first movie too. <laughs> It just wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. But then that fucking scene in the second one when the the flowers are shaped like a fucking crow Stop. and they're floating down the river. Stop. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> There's a lot worse than that. Let me tell you something. It's ridiculously bad. Um. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, so we're we we are at the movie. Are we? We were at Black Panther. Oh, okay. Most of the other shit we're going to save for the end. So the movie itself starts off with the prologue, which is kind of a rundown about how Wakanda was formed, where this thousands of years ago, uh, five African tribes were warring over a, a meteorite containing vibranium. 
Yeah. Unlike, well, that's not exactly what they said. They uh, said... Unlike 12 tribes warring over a meteorite in Mecca, but, well, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess that's true. It is true. Go ahead. Fucking true. Uh, so one of these wars ingests a heart-shaped herb affected by the metal and gains superhuman abilities, becoming the first Black Panther. He unites all the Jabari tribe to form the nation of Wakanda, over centuries, the Wakandas used the civilization, the vibranium, to develop advanced technology and isolate themselves in the world by posing as a third world country. They had a fantastic ball that kept everybody out, and it was a, all a big illusion. Yes. So it was just a big rundown. They had graphics and you know, CGI and all that shit. Explain. Are you trying to say walls work? Because that's racist. I, I am. Um, I am. I'm saying they work. So... There's just a big rundown, a big rundown of, like, you know, they're giving the background of the movie. Oh, they, yeah, they, they had to. They had to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Black Panther was already I mean, interested. it didn't make, a lot of that concept doesn't make sense, but, you know, these are Marvel movies, so let's not, like, get bogged down with the details. Right. Right. So then we switch to 1992. Except I have to, right. I have to do one. Right. Because it's, it drove me crazy, because I watched this again last night, right before this. Uh, it absolutely drove me crazy that Wolverine always set off metal detectors, but for some reason in this movie, they insisted that metal detectors could not detect vibranium. Vibranium. So that didn't make any goddamn sense. Yeah. Not make any sense at all. But then again, a lot of this shit in this movie made doesn't make sense. Just so, annoyed me. So, so Yeah. So then, that was the first prologue. Then we have another prologue that takes us back to Oakland in 1992, where Wakanda, at the time, their king, T'Chaka, visits his brother, Najobu, who is working undercover in Oakland, California. Why do they have, like, a letter and then an apostrophe and then a name? I I don't know. That's just Wakanda again. Okay. Make-believe. I mean, is that an African thing, or is it just I, I, I made up for this movie? I don't know. I honestly, I don't know. Okay. Uh, Nataka accuses Najuba of assisting black market arms dealer Ulysses Claw with stealing vibranium from Wakanda. Najubu partner reveals he is Zuri, another undercover Wakandan, and confirms Nachaka's suspicion. This is when they... I think it's Wakandan. Wakandan, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Wakandan. So they eventually end up killing him because he's betraying what Wakanda. Well, they didn't kill him because of that. They he was going oh, to kill. Sorry, yeah. uh, he was going to kill um, Zori, and the king jumped in the middle, and in the process, he stabbed him That's with right. his claws. I'm sorry, you are correct, sir. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's important to point that out, except for the fact that then he just leaves the body and the son. Yeah. And just leaves. Just says the hell with this. We'll let him discover on his own. Yeah. But takes takes fucking Zori with him though. <laughs> I, I mean, it's like in a spaceship. That of course makes no goddamn sense whatsoever. In a, there's a lot of things in a spaceship. Remember that. Yeah. Left in a spaceship. Well, and I thought that was. I, I did at least find that interesting because they could have said, you know, you know that it it just alludes it alludes to like. Um, People seeing lights in the sky and that kind of shit back in the 90s. I mean, they still do today. All from Wakanda. Just like aliens, Wakanda have something. I thought that that was a good use. That's all I'm saying. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. 
So then we then we then we switch again. This movie takes place after um, Avengers two, uh, where and, and the Civil War and all the Captain America movies were released. So we are. Yeah, I think Civil War was when T'Chaka got killed. T'Chaka got killed. I think it's they all kind of blend together yeah, at do. this point. It was because because that right after that is when they did the they were doing they were signing the Savakia thing mm-hmm. because in. Avengers 2, the whole, they took the uh, Age of Ultron, they took the thing up into the sky, Slovenia or Slovakia or Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck it was called, and dropped it. So then they were doing, they were actually in Civil War signing the Accords. The Accord, yeah. And then that's when they blew up the UN and T'Chaka got killed. That's right. That's right. You're correct. Yeah. Thank you. So, so they were in special. We're in present day. We have uh, we have uh, T'Challa is returning to Wakanda, so he's got to assume the throne. Of Wakanda. They're in that spaceship. Yes. Thing, um, but they he first um, have to uh, extract T'Challa's ex lover from a Nigerian slave trading caravan. So they fly over it. He's with Akoya, who happens to be played by um, the, that girl from um, Walking Dead. Yes. Who plays Michonne. Michonne, right. And she's the leader of the Dora. I can't pronounce the name. She's pronounced that woman warriors who protect the king, et cetera, et cetera. So they had, they had to go to sh- extract the, Nakia from this smuggling caravan. So Black Panther ends up going down first. Uh, and start causing a ruckus. There's this caravan in the middle of the uh, African forest, and he ends up wiping everybody out. And, of course, um, Okoya comes down as well. Then Nakia, who is in part of the caravan, she's in one of the caravan inside, inside one of the caravans. She realizes something's up. So he ends up kicking everybody's ass. Yeah. And then this, this caravan has a bunch of Nigerian women who are being smuggled. And that's when T'Challa, after they kick everybody's ass, all the armed guards' ass, all the women are left that are being smuggled in a hostile environment. That's when T'Challa, Black Panther, real, reveals to Nakia that you have to come and watch the ceremony. Yeah. Well, you, you're missing the, the major plot point that he's obviously in love with her because he becomes so enamored by him that he doesn't see the white man behind him or... Was it a white guy or a black guy? It doesn't really black matter. Guy. It was one of the, the slave traders. One of the slave traders. Um, was about to shoot him, so Michonne had to come down from the spacecraft and save him, which is important because, of course, you know we have to make sure that women are empowered in right. these roles right. and that men are goofy bastards whenever it comes time to talk to a woman. That's right. I forgot that part. It's a very important part. So, again... Big setup to make sure these women who are being smuggled are saved. The child says, "You know what? We're going to leave them here because you got to come see me, Crown King." So oh yeah, they yeah. just leave these women out in the middle of the jungle. Ladies, don't worry. Just go. You'll be fine. Go, go find. You know, even though that it's probably crawling with other gorillas out there somewhere who want to take over. I mean, really, really. Yeah. To uh, see a ceremony. I mean, save- why? Why wouldn't he just take them so, with him? I would think. So concerned with the importance of the people, unless <sighs> you have to go to a ceremony. Well, I, I mean, that makes you think, 
did he really give a shit about saving these women I at all? Know. Or is it just that he wanted to go pick up his girlfriend? Maybe. And he's... they were just kind of cattle that was in the way. Mm. That's... I don't know. I just pissed me off. Honestly, I was like, fuck this. I honestly, at that point, I, like, I forgot about that. It's, come on, really? So then they get back in the spaceship, and this is where they do like the flyover of uh, quote unquote Africa, even though none of the scenes were filmed in Africa. But yeah, I mean, it, where is. I guess there's jungles over there, right? Where? In Africa. Where would the jungles be in Africa? Uh, in Central Africa, like that? Because I thought most of yeah, that was desert central, land. Yeah, Central Africa. So yeah. where's the desert land then? The desert land in is north? north, north, and then there's also desert south, but not completely south. Okay, so, but the middle is right there is verdant, mostly all is verdant, like yeah. rainforest type land. Rainforest, plains, yeah, green and it's pastures. Not a, yeah. There's not a lot of mountains though, right? Uh, there are some mountains, but not the mountains that you and I know. There are mountains there. There definitely are mountains there. What do you mean that we know? Like the like the, the Alps and stuff like that. Like the, oh, really, oh, to, oh. Well, we would envision, but yeah, there are definitely mountain ranges there. Absolutely. Okay. I, well, I'm just asking the because I, I'm trying yeah. to make sure that the landscape matches once they get into it. I have no idea. It looks what, like a forest Wakanda on top a, of a mountain. Wakanda is a made-up land, so I don't know. Well, I know that. I know that. I'm just trying to... I don't know that much about African mainland. I'm just being honest. I, I, I get it. I'm just looking at the, the, the outline. I just, as I'm reading, I get, I get pissed off. Okay. Because this movie is supposed to be on par with Jaws. Yeah. And the good and the bad and the ugly. Eh. That's... <laughs> yeah, whatever. So this scene, they're, they're, they're back up in the, in the spaceship. They're flying over um, the African... Um, the middle of Africa, that's, I assume where Wakanda is. Yeah. Um, it's right next to Palestine. And then they, and they, um, looks like they're flying into a bunch of, uh, like, trees. Yes. But then all of a sudden, the trees vanish, and you see this, this high-tech city. Yeah. And they fly through the, the, the force field. Oh, there was two things that I read when I did start writing shit down. Okay. Wait, I do want to jump back for one let's, second. Let's jump back. The the scene when they're in Oakland and uh, T'Chaka shows up to talk to Najabo yeah. or whatever his name was, and he he stands there, he, he kneels down in front of the king, and then he grabs uh, Zori and pulls him down. I did like that. that I thought was, that yeah. was funny. It yeah. reminded me a lot of uh, coming to America yes. for some reason when they movie. when they went to bat to the basketball game. Like that's what it reminded coming me of. Coming to America. I know. I love that. movie. We might have to do a a an audible for the next movie. I don't know, but let's, let's. And then the other thing I had a problem with when they flew through, you start seeing like all the architecture because they're flying by all these buildings. I don't understand the architecture at all. Like it's some of it looked like Jetsons. like a Chinese influence, and then other things kind of look like they were mud huts, and then other things look like they were you know skyscrapers. Like, it didn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. And especially when you got, when you start to having, like, the scenes that are coming up in a minute, when he goes to talk to his buddy. The cantina from Star Wars. It, like, they, they go, and they're, it's like, they're all living in, like, these little mud huts. 
and you uh, know yeah. the outer the outer limit, the suburbs. I'm just like the suburbs are mud huts. What the fuck is going? It doesn't w- make any sense. Wakanda Central is the Jetsons. It, it, none of it made sense. Doesn't make sense. No. So they arrive, the spaceship lands, and that's when they they are they've had that stupid Wakanda song. This Wakanda, and when I say Wakanda song, that is the name of the song, the Wakanda song. Oh, okay. This stupid song playing the background over and over again. So they fly through the wall, they land, and that's what they meet. Um, T'Challa's, I guess, mother, his little sister, who is... The most annoying character ever in the history of all Marvel movies. I agree. Shuri? Suri. Okay. Shuri, whatever the fuck uh, is. Now, I don't know how many people, including yourself, actually read the new Marvel. I don't. I okay. stopped. All right. Well, there is a character... In the new Marvel movies, uh, called Riri Williams, mm-hmm. who basically steals the Iron Man suit yeah. and becomes a superhero, mm-hmm. who the entire entire encompassment of this character is just she's super smart. She can she solves everything w- without you know actually having any problems whatsoever, Not breaking a sweat. and everybody around her just totally kisses her ass and tells her how great she is all the time. Mm. That's the whole character, Riri Williams, and that's pretty much the same character as Shuri. Wonderful. I mean, do you agree or disagree? It, it sounds the same so description. This, the description is spot I mean, she's 14. She's smarter than both Bruce Banner and uh, Tony Stark put together. Let's just, yeah, okay. I'm, now I'm really getting angry. Well, you just have to remember that because in Avengers, uh, the latest Avengers movie, she's just like, well, why didn't you do this? Yeah, why didn't you guys do this? Why didn't you do it this way? Why didn't, why didn't you, you use a polymorphic blend? Sure, look at me. Because we didn't think of it because we are the two smartest human yeah. beings on the planet, but a 14-year-old asshole is smarter than both of us put together. Yeah. That's why we didn't do That's it. That's right. God, it's so annoying. I know. I know. So so they land. He greets her. They got that greeting. What they do is where they cross their arms um, over their over their chest. Yeah. And Kugler said that the crossed arm salute look inspir- took inspiration from the way pharaohs were buried as well as from West African sculptures. Kluger, Kluger also said it means hug in American Sign Language. Okay, I could see that. Of course, let's not discount the fact that the actual real Black Panthers use that as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it wasn't... I mean, It wasn't as prominent as... It wasn't as prominent, but you saw it. Yeah. I mean, especially in the movies. I mean, I, I obviously wasn't in the Black Panther party, so I really don't know what they did in you know, their house parties and shit. But I've seen them in the movies, and that was kind of like they would do the the one fist in the air, mm-hmm. or they would do the cross. the cross in front of them. So uh, the cross in front. Of them. Okay. <clears throat> so also note that you'll, you, they're talking to each other. Uh, they speak two dialects. They speak Wakanda, and they also speak English for some reason. Yeah. Um, but Bozeman said it was important for him to have an African accent. I don't know why. It felt like me. It felt to me like a deal breaker, he said. I was like, no, this is such an important factor that if we lose this right now, what else are we going to throw away for the sake of making people feel comfortable? Once we decided on it, we went for it. Okay. He said that Marvel felt like it was maybe too much for the audience to take. What? Okay. Uh, Okay. Um, I have so many problems with that statement. 
that I don't even know where to begin. Okay. Well, maybe you should hold on to the anger because if you want to talk about go ahead. I just, I just know that. I want you to... S- this is a super advanced race that for some unknown fucking reason has decided that they're going to adopt African-esque cultural... Norms. Norms, which doesn't make any sense because they were separate from the rest of the world. Isolationists. Yeah, they're isolationists. They were separate from the rest (laughs) of the world. Why would they pick up all these African traditions that they would have had no reason to pick up? That's a good question. Um, I don't understand why they... I don't understand anything. And the dialect, like, if you you speak Wakandan, okay. Uh, If you speak English with an accent, that makes less sense. And everybody in this movie speaks English. So why are you speaking with a weird, like, accent that that has no homeland? I mean, it doesn't. Like, if you're from Africa, you wouldn't actually speak, like, the way they speak in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I, I, he speaks perfect English with a weird accent that doesn't good, make any bad, fucking the sense. The ugly, Jaws. I'm just saying, dude. It just doesn't make any sense. None of this makes sense. None of it. So... And I'm willing to look the other way on certain things, but Jesus Christ, I just couldn't get past I know. any of this. So we switched to London, this one? where we were introduced to Eric Stevens, played by your boy Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. And he's in this museum looking around at all these wow. different ancient, uh, not ancient, but all these, these African artifacts. He comes up to one, which looks like a pickaxe, and... This woman's trying to help him, like, explain to him, and she's blowing, he's Don't blowing try. her off. Take it off your hands for you. And this one pickaxe, he's like, where did this come this from? And she said, some tribe. I don't pay attention. How do you think your he's like, no, this is Wakandan. You think they paid it for um, And I'm going to take it. Take it like they took everything else. Well, she's like, what are you so talking about? And he's like, I'm going to take it because oh, I poisoned your food. So essentially, you yeah, poisoned the food of all the workers there. She starts getting... Well, you forget the one scene of... I know I keep cutting you off, but... You know, it's, this is not for sale. He's like, you know, I'm just going to take it the way you all took it from us to begin with. It's important because it's that militant attitude that just consistently runs through this entire movie on both sides. Like, I don't even understand what the fuck these two factions were fighting about because essentially they were doing the same thing. They were. They had the same thing. Okay. I, I agree. I just... If you're just trying to get through it, then just get through this it, and I'll part, just sit here. This no, this is part pissed me off because just I didn't. I don't like Jordan as an actor. I think he sucks. I just, I honestly, I'm sorry. I know you like him in Creed, but in this role, he just sucked. What sucked about him? I mean, just it doesn't. You can't just say he that, sucked. I thought the dialogue was horrible. The way he he doesn't write the dialogue. I know he doesn't act, but his presentation's horrible. He what just, was wrong? He was flippant. He the biggest He's issue. He's a United States Naval Academy graduate and a graduate from MIT. It yes. does not fit the fucking mold. It does not fit the fucking mold. Sorry, that's what I, the biggest. The thing. way the, the, the character's like, written or the way that he acts, because to me he acts like he's he's not from the United States Naval Academy or from MIT. He doesn't act that way. I'm sorry. He just I, I thought the character itself. Maybe he was acting like a different character. I just felt like he was acting like he was better than everyone else. The whole time. I mean, that's just the way I felt. He's an officer in the Navy. I, no, that, that would not fly. 
That would not fucking fly. Well, no, it wouldn't fly if he was in, in, in the Academy. He but when he became the killing machine that he becomes, I mean, it's obvious that all that they did was send him into the middle of nowhere to kill people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would, and, and he walks out without a scar. Like, all those scars are self-inflicted. Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me that much that he has this flippant, we'll, like... We'll get to the dialogue. We will get to the dialogue. The dialogue's not good. I'm not saying it is. And the way, I just don't like him. I just, I just I don't like fucking the character. He had no charisma. He's a shallow villain. A very shallow villain. No, um, I, don't, I don't agree. Okay. I don't think he was the best villain in no, history of Marvel. Claw like, was a better uh, villain. The other fucking... Claw I agree had, with you. I agree that I think Claw would have been the better villain in this movie. But it, I didn't have as much of a problem with Killmonger as you did, obviously. Well, obviously. So he eventually takes, with the help of Claw, well, this is Claw, he takes the pickaxe yes. um, out of the, out of the uh, case it was in, and uh, it's revealed that the head of it is vibranium, which Claw takes. Mm-hmm. Then he looks over and sees this old African uh, mask, and he says he feels it and takes it. All right. Then we switch back to Wakanda, where the ceremony is taking place. I had no problem with that either. Did you? Mm-hmm. Whatever. No, um, no, I'm serious. Did you have a problem I with just, him taking the African mask? Oh, I didn't care. I didn't care if he took it. No, I didn't care. I thought it was actually... Never mind. Go ahead. So at the ceremony, it's like this big, these big waterfalls that are like flowing down. Everybody's staying up on the mountain. Yeah. And we're introduced to the different quote unquote tribes of Wakanda. It's kind of like this, this ceremony where each tribe has an opportunity to challenge T'Challa for the king, king the throne of Wakanda. But at this point, it's more of a, a ceremony. Ceremony just to pass the torch. Everybody's like, nah, nah, nah. He drinks the liquid from the heart shaped. Uh, leaf, which is born of vibranium, and he is then crowned. Um, he was almost crowned uh, king. King when um, the monkey tribe. The monkey tribe. Is, I, I think that's what they are. I'm, I'm not being a dick. Gorilla tribe or monkey we'll tribe? We'll, I'm not sure. We'll, what we'll, they are. we'll get to that because he's he's the panther. Right. We'll get to that. No. Can, so so what happens is. Um, the uh, the Jabari tribe's leader, Makabu, Mabaku, I'm sorry, Mabaku, who's yeah. actually, this is what I have a problem Mabaku's in the comics. Yes. You know what his name in the comics was? I'm going to say Manape. Manape. Yeah. They changed the name from Manape to Mabaku because they didn't want to offend anybody. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's ticky tack, but I mean, come on, man ape is a little offensive. But then later in the movie, well, okay, we'll get to that. I mean, don't you? I mean, don't you think it is? It's I don't I don't personally have a problem with it, but I'm not I don't black. Have, no, it's I don't. Later in the movie. They, nobody had problems with them making all eight eight noises. Yeah, I know. You know? I, I know what you're getting at. And, and they are the ape tribe, more or, or less. So, They're like the gorilla tribe yeah. or the something like that. Right. 
I mean, it, and that's why I said I, I didn't mean it to be flippant, but it, they're either the monkey tribe or the gorilla but tribe. But they change it, but they're okay with – they're again, later on, they're all okay with the line saying something along of colonists. They're okay with the, using the lines of this white boy we have to oh, fix again. Oh, I know. I, I know. Just, and I said that all that shit needs to be brought to the surface. Okay. But, you know, yeah, the the whole uh, making the monkey sound yeah. the or the ape sound whenever the he tries to talk is just another piece of this movie that I really, really detested. Yeah. So, so it's, this is, but this whole scene is predictable. It's one of those scenes where you have what is perceived as the bad guy, the villains, that end up being like helping the good guys at the end. It's so, it's so telegraphed in this scene and what this is. It pissed me off. I think everything in this movie was telegraphed. Like I said, there is no... You have, a, you have Shuri, who is, during this period, of, during this whole ceremony, she's acting like a, a, a six-year-old. Okay, she's 14, and she's supposed to be, like, the most brilliant person on the earth, right, apparently. Right. Uh, but she acts like a fucking six-year-old when they're trying to do the ceremony. Which, you know... Manape or Mabaka or whatever the fuck you want to call him uh, gets pissed off because she does it. Well, she's acting like a fucking six-year-old who's denigrating the entire ceremony. It's there's just too much of that. Like yeah. he's the king, but he's treated by almost everybody around him like he's lesser. I also found it curious that as an advanced technology, as advanced society, they are. They resort to fighting <laughs> to crown the, the king. Well, yeah, that and they, you know. the dancing around and gyrating and all that. Sti- I just didn't understand. They're an advanced society, yet they embraced all these African traditions. It didn't I make see. any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Isolationists, advanced society. How are we going to crown the king? Fucking fight. No, I mean, that's kind of like, eh, I don't even know what the hell it's like. I don't know what it's like. I didn't, uh, didn't want to make note that Winston Duke, who played Mubaku, he actually is pretty cool. He used Nigerian influences because he wanted to make the Jabari tribe a little bit different than uh-huh. the rest of Wakanda. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, I think, and that, and I think that's actually intelligent. Intelligent because they they're separate from the other four tribes. Mm-hmm. Like they kind of live in the caves and yes. shit. Like they're they don't embrace the technology that. I had really very little problem with the gorilla tribe or ape tribe or whatever that I, was. Actually, they were my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, if I'm I, being honest, Winston Duke and the tribe were my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, I didn't have any problem with them. So, um, and this is this is the part. So, so he ends up fighting. T'Challa ends up fighting Mabaku, uh, ends up besting him, but does not kill him. He spares Mabaku's life rather than killing him. Yeah, but I don't think he ever really was going to. Like, did, at, at any point well, in time, Mabaku did you think to die. Mabaku wanted to die? But the child persuades him to yield. Yeah, rather than die. That's yeah. important. So it's a fight scene. Typical Marvel fight scene. It's not a bad one, and I no, thought I'm the not fighting. It's t- I, I think the fighting Marvel, styles were pretty cool. Yeah, they were. I'm not saying it's a, it's it is bad. I'm saying it's a typical Marvel fight scene. Yeah, the, yeah, they're very well choreographed. Yes, so. and like I said, it, especially like that 
weird kind of, uh, I don't know what it's inspired by, but I know I've seen it before. Like, uh, where he does the backflip and kicks him with the foot and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen it before in, in other, you know, I think it's an actual fighting style, but I, I do like that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was appropriate. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. So the next couple scenes that we see, is this, this is where I really kind of lost interest. Okay. Because at this point I realized this isn't a Marvel fucking movie. There's an agenda behind it. I'm not in the mood to see, to hear, to watch an agenda. Yeah, and that's all this really was. This it, was yeah. agenda driven. So I, I just, I just, I was, I seriously, I was done. I was like, fuck. I, I don't. But hey, it's the best Marvel movie ever. So maybe I'm well, missing something. Yeah, go ahead. So then we see the transformation of blood. There's this, there's this place where they take T'Challa, where these flowers grow. He's supposed to drink more of this potion. Then they cover him up in this red, looks like cranberries or something. It's some kind of sand. So it's like weird, like red cranberry sand. But he has to be buried in it, in it yes. for some reason, then, which didn't make sense. And this is part of him assuming the throne. And he goes to um, an ethereal plane, an African ethereal plane, where he meets all the past Black Panthers. And there he sees his dad. And there's just some. I, it lost me. There's some pretentious talk about leading Wakanda. Blah 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 blah. I was just fading. I'm like. There's this movie hasn't made me laugh. There's only been one fight scene. The the acting has been eh. The main hero at this point, T'Challa, is so just rigid. Even even Captain America was more fluid. I think that the first Captain America, he was very rigid and it was very difficult to get into the uh, the very first Captain America. Um, and it was kind of boring, and there the laughs weren't there too much in the first one. I would put this movie on par with the first Captain America, and I'll be honest with you, that was one of my least favorite Marvel movies. Um, I was not a huge fan. It didn't pick up until, like, maybe the last... 40 minutes or, or half an hour, 40 minutes of that movie. And I think it's kind of the same thing here, except when we get to the final battle in this, it reminded me way too much of the Battle of Naboo mm-hmm. in uh, the first uh, Star Wars episode one, <sighs> where they're like on the side, you know, and the bubbles are going around and you have this stupid shit. It just, I just didn't, it just didn't find it that, Great. Like, the best part of that battle scene was when the rhino comes in mm-hmm. later. And it, and I know I'm jumping way ahead in this movie, but it's, it's just... it's the, the problem with the movie is just that there isn't... There's no laughs. There's no drama. There's no, no... I mean, the drama is all, you know, self-inflicted nonsense. Yeah. Like this, like I'm not good enough to be king. I'm not good enough to be. It's like, ugh. and and everybody treats. He's like super badass guy, yet everybody around him treats him like he's a you know a punching bag. At, at least the women. Like I said, I'm getting back to that point yeah. that the women in this movie, like she, you know, uh, uh, Michonne, she's 
supposed to be protecting him from anything. Mm-hmm. Why does he even need a royal guard if he's, you know, this super, you know, superhero? I just, there's just doesn't, doesn't make any sense. I don't know. doesn't make sense. So after he wakes up and he's king, he ends up, there's, a, there's he's a, it's like kind of like a little small montage where they show Wakanda again. I think it looks like the, it, in, their, in the market, it looks like the canteen yes. of Star Wars. Dude, they're walking basically on a dirt street uh, in, in the market that could have come right out of Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah. It could have come out of Turkey or something. something it didn't make it sense. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense at all. So he talks to Nakia. There's this lecture about sharing Wakanda's wealth, which is a you know, again, a constant theme throughout the movie. This pretentious talk about what do we do with all the vibranium? Are we gonna go share it with the people or keep it to ourselves? And then they switch over to where he's talking to Wakabi, who also doesn't want the shit shared. He's like, no, we're gonna uh, keep it himself. Also, thought it was funny that. There's just a rhinoceros and a wooden pen. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it, I think it was it, it was not even thought about, but I think that the rhinoceros were um, pets. Yeah, they were pets. more like pets that were highly trained pets. When I go, when I went to Disney's Animal Kingdom and other zoos, and you see rhinoceroses and hippopotamuses, you're like, you don't mess with them. No. Nah. You stay far no, away. From- I think they literally. I think literally, the hippopotamus is the most dangerous animal on the planet. Yeah. Like I, I, I believe that that's a true hippopotamuses, statement. Hippopotamuses, yeah, they, yeah, they're fast. So, all the tribe, the head of the tribe is meet where the child is the king. They learn that Claw is out there. He was in charge. He stole some of his vibranium from the London Museum, mm-hmm. and they're trying to decide what they, you know, what they do. This entire scene, I can't stop. And I saw him before, the dude with the the disc, the lip disc in his mouth. Yeah, wearing the suit and the lip disc. I I the don't lip, get it. Well, let me little little primer on the lip disc. And as you said, it goes back to you saying, why are they incorporating this shit when they are isolationists and they're an advanced effing society? Yeah, I don't understand it. Yeah. It it was it bought every part of that bothered me. And it's not because of the African traditions. I don't care about that. It doesn't fit exactly. in their society. Exactly. So let me, let me, little, the lip plate is made out of sand or clay and is also known as a lip disc or a lip plate. Okay. The term labrette is associated with any kind of lip piercing ornament, including the lip plates. Archaeologists have discovered evidence of women adorned with labrettes in the Sudan, Ethiopia, Dating back to 8,700 BC and in various countries in South America, including coastal Ecuador, dating back to 500 BC. It is uncertain how the bizarre custom came into being. One theory is that lip plating originated as a deliberate disfigurement designed to make women and young girls less attractive to slave traders. Some researchers claim that the size of lip plate, the bigger the better, was a sign of social importance of wealth within the tribe. Hmm. Another analysis indicated that the bigger the size of the lip plate, the bigger dowry a bride would receive on the wedding day. It's like, please take my daughter. Not good for blowjobs, though. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go into the Jerusalem gutters that leave to the torture chamber. Yep. But I just, I couldn't, I couldn't stop staring at the effing lip plate. And no, it's, it is. 
it was very difficult to see that guy wearing a like a three piece suit and a fucking lip plate. It just it, it was just like what the fuck. And I think that the suit actually matched the lip plate in the one scene. Right. I don't know if it was the whole movie, but in the one scene I'm remembering right now, like the lip plate was the same color as the suit, and I'm just like, yeah. Hey, he's easy. What? Accessorizing. <laughs> Holy hell. Accessorizing. Uh, what if it just turns out to be a play, a way to catch rainfall or something? I, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, it's... I don't... Like, once again, I go back to... None of that's offensive. None of it bothers me, you know, if it was a movie about Africa. What it bothers me is, is this. This is an advanced culture that was isolationist from the rest of the continent of Africa. Why would they have picked up their fucking traditions? It doesn't make it's, sense. It's going to get better. You're going to explode in two scenes. Don't read ahead. Don't, not, I'm not. not just go ahead. So then we are, we are transported to Q's lab. I'm sorry. <laughs> sure. I meant Sherry's lab. Yeah. Where did I get that reference from? Yeah, I don't, I know. don't know why they stole the next couple scenes right out of James fucking Bond. Yeah, they did. Um, so you have Shuri and T'Challa. Shuri is essentially showing him all the gadgets that she's invented. I, again, I don't know how stolen right from James Bond. Maybe it came from Dr. No, which explains why it got the 97. I don't know. Then you have... Uh, um, He's showing like the different suits. The, there's the one, the suit that she's invented for him. Then the Black Panther suit is able to absorb damage, and then he's able to take that damage, and then the energy from that damage he's able to thrust out from his body. Yeah. Um, In like kind of like an EMP type blast, I guess would uh, be the best way to put yeah. it. Essentially, make him indestructible because he does in that suit later on. He falls like a thousand feet and just gets right up. Yeah, because but then he gets knocked into a rock and looks like he takes massive damage. So it doesn't make any doesn't sense make either. Any sense. This and they have that. I mean, her taking the video would be something that a fourteen-year-old would do. I'm okay with that. It just really wasn't that funny, and her overreaction to it was what took away from it a little bit. Yeah, and then him saying, "Oh, you better erase that video." What I thought. So. Who the fuck's gonna see it? I know. I know. What is she gonna put it up on fucking the internet? Fucking I mean, YouTube. It, it, come on, it seriously. <sighs> so yes, it, in my secret lab with <laughs> my secret superhero brother, the Black Panther, who's not wearing his Black Panther outfit. Hey, look at me. Look at me. Yeah, yeah she's gonna put that on online. I mean, I, I don't. It doesn't. What the fuck? Straight out of straight out of James Bond. Go I, ahead. I thought it was a, it was cool that. She mentions that she's uh, designed these lace, these lace up automatic lace up shoes, like an old American movie. Yeah, and that was a homage to the Nike shoes in Back to the Future. Park. I was wondering, I could not. I was yeah. trying to think of what it was, and I, I couldn't think. I'm that. glad you looked that up yeah. because so, that was this this entire thing. This entire scene just pissed me off because I can't stand Shuri. She's annoying. No, I don't like her. Her Voice I sucks. Didn't like her Everything at all. Sucks. And just it's it said lifted from James Bond. So so we're gonna leave it off there, and that's the uh, end of Black Panther Part One. I know it's not normally as funny as we are, and it's it's a little bit more serious. Uh, we probably lost a few listeners along the way. We're just being honest. It's 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 an okay movie so far. Nothing outstanding. Nothing that merits it winning the, or I should say, being nominated for the 
best uh, best picture for the Oscars, and they just won the, the Screen Actors Guild. Now, we did say it was going to be nominated for best uh, picture, and uh, we recorded this before the nomination. So if, uh, it, we understand the political and social climate, and I, we just, we're being honest. We think it's ridiculous. It's, it's, and and as, you, as you'll see in the second part, uh, which comes out next week, so you know, we, we tear it anymore. It steals, this movie steals its entire story for another movie, probably my favorite Disney movie, my, my, my favorite Disney cartoon, I should say. Um, hence the background music. Anyway, um, thank you for listening. Make sure to uh, subscribe to us, YouTube, uh, iTunes. Uh, we're going to be on YouTube soon. Uh, SoundCloud, let's see, what else we have out there? Stitcher. Uh, Facebook, Twitter at JB's Driving. We really haven't used it much, but uh, hopefully in the next month or two, when I have some time on my hands, I can start digging into doing some uh, advertising. But listen, we really, 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 really appreciate the listeners that we have right now. It means a lot to us. It's been a little bit more successful than we thought it was going to be. Um, we're going to continue to do. We have a great lineup coming up for you in the first half of the year. With that being said, um, have a great week. Tune in next week for Black Panther Part 2. Yeah.